Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Optimal Life Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Nate Johnson, and here I teach you how to get out of pain for good and live your most optimal life. Here we go. Okay, welcome to the Optimal Life Podcast, very first one. Wow, I can't believe this is even going or that I'm even doing this. I never thought I would do something like this. So today I'm just going to talk a little bit more about kind of where, you know, optimal movement therapy and this optimal life podcast started and what kind of inspired it and go from there. So essentially when I was in chiropractic school, I I was um, put in a downtown clinic up in Portland, Oregon. And I remember the first day in this clinic, I went in and the supervising doctor at the time, because, you know, you have someone watching over you and making sure you're not doing anything wrong while you're in school. And the supervising doctor, she came up to me and said, hey, you are getting a new patient. She has been coming in for years and years. Do not expect to get her better. We are just providing temporary pain relief. And I remember sitting there and thinking, there is no way, like, come on. Like, I thought we were in the business of actually helping people, uh, making them feel better. And this patient, her name was Maria. And I remember the first time she walked in, I'm not kidding you, she couldn't walk in a straight line. She was all crooked and her spine was all twisted in all sorts of ways, but she had this big old smile on her face and she had her little chihuahua in tow. And the dog's name was Osito, which just means little bear, which is just kind of ironic and funny. But I remember sitting there and looking at her and thinking, yeah, there is no way that temporary pain relief is all we can do for this woman. She needs a lot more than that. And, you know, that kind of just seemed to be the theme as I kept going through school. I'd have patients that would come in and I would be more focused on teaching them the correct ways to move rather than just adjusting them, you know, three times a week for three weeks and so on. In fact, one time I got called into, they have a dean of the clinic at the school there. And this dean of the clinic, he pulled me in and he started asking me a few questions because he was concerned he said about my numbers my patient numbers you have to get a certain amount of patient visits before they'll let you graduate and leave and he was concerned about my patient numbers and here's what's ironic about that is my patient numbers were higher than anyone else in my group uh there in the clinic and what he was concerned about with my patient numbers was that I wasn't seeing someone past 10 visits, 10 to 15 visits is kind of where I was cutting them off, um, where everyone else was 20 plus. They were seeing patients about 20 times, and when they were seeing them 20 times, I would be seeing patients about 10 times. And I was just more focused on, hey, you know, I feel like we just, we need to do a lot more to get these people better. So fast forward, I graduate, I'm working in a clinic here in Utah, and doesn't matter what the name of the clinic is because they are still in operation. So we're not going to throw that name out there. But I was working at a clinic there in Utah and we we would have patients come in all the time. And, you know, we were we were running a pretty high-ish volume clinic for, you know, what they had seen in the past. And I'm not kidding you. Every single time that a new patient come, came in, 
it was the same structure. It was the same treatment plan. It was the same approach. It was three times a week for three weeks, two times a week for three weeks after that, one time a week for three weeks after that. And then we're going to have you come in once a month, and then we're going to move you to once a quarter for the rest of forever. And I remember thinking, this is just makes no sense at all, because here is the secret, the secret that no chiropractor actually really wants you to know. And I'm sure I'm going to get some hate mail on this one. The chiropractic adjustment lasts three to four hours. Now, let me explain. The chiropractic adjustment, yes, it does fantastic things with the nervous system and calming down some of the pain and the inflammation that's in there. However, it only will last for three to four hours. And that's why if you've had an adjustment before, you feel really good three to four hours and then afterwards you start feeling nice and stiff again and things are not feeling quite like they should typically. Now, let me explain to you why this kind of happens this way. It Essentially, it takes your body 30 minutes. 30 minutes for your body to think that a position is quote-unquote new normal and that's the position you want it to be in. So, for example, you go and you sit down at your desk all day long and you're in that sitting compromised position all day long, what happens is, is your body thinks that that is normal and that's what you want it to do. The body is awesome and is so capable of doing so many wonderful things. But with that being said, what it's doing is it's adapting to the situation that you're placing it in. And too often, we place our bodies in compromised positions and situations that aren't good for the overall health and longevity of our body. And we've got one body that we got to take care of. So essentially what happens is you get adjusted and you go right back into what you were doing before. You know, you can go do all your exercises in the clinic, do all that. But then the second that you go back and you sit down at your desk in a hunched over posture, or you know, you're not walking the right way or you're not exercising the right way with the correct form and movement, what starts to happen is gravity starts to take your toll on you. And that is where all of a sudden you start to run into that degeneration, that pain, and it's called the pain cycle. There's a chronic pain cycle. And I'll tell you where the problem in the center of that chronic pain cycle is, and that's you. The center of the cycle is you, and the only way to fix it is you. Now, let me tell you an example. When I was working in this clinic here in Utah, there was a patient uh, let's call her Brandy. Brandy had a couple of disc herniations. She was pretty fit. She was really fit. She did. Uh, she was a hairdresser, esthetician, I think is what it's called. Don't get mad at me if it's wrong, but she cut and colored hair, women's hair. And she had been coming in for months and months and months and getting adjusted and going on the decompression tables and doing you know these set exercises that this clinic here in Utah ran everyone through that had disc herniations and here's the problem not everyone's body is built the same not everyone has the same exact injury so you can't really throw people into these cookie cutter programs that most clinics are functioning within so Brandy was getting a little frustrated, getting a little upset with the fact that things were just going so slowly. I mean, she had spent thousands of dollars in this clinic, and it made me so mad. And I remember one day she was really frustrated. I wasn't treating her at the time. She was getting really frustrated, really mad, and because she wasn't getting any better, and she was afraid she was going to have to go get surgery. 
And I remember I pulled her to the side and I was like, hey, do you mind if I just take a quick look at you? I want to look a little bit more at your movement patterns. She was super active, did all sorts of, you know, crazy uh, bar type exercises. And anyways, she said that essentially she's like, yeah, the pain is pretty good. She's there. There's one problem, though. And during my exercise, I get on this pole and I can invert myself and bring my legs up above my head. But then when I come back down, I get stuck and my body just doesn't know what to do. And it just shuts off just shuts off and I the muscle strength isn't there my brain body connection isn't there even after these adjustments and I thought okay well let's let's take let's take a peek here so I ran her through a series of movement evaluations to see what was going on you know essentially there's there's a little bit of a checklist that you kind of go through you know her abs her core was fine um, you know her legs are strong she's I mean really fit really fit lady and all of a sudden it was like you know what you're coming down and it hurts or you can't do it right and that was the problem right there and i said let's look at the eccentric control or the control of your muscles being able to slowly uncontract being contracted but lengthening not contracting but be contracted and lengthen out and we looked at her low back in this way and she couldn't do it so i ran her through a series of you know movements and exercises that obviously i can't demonstrate through a podcast here but it is part of our program that we do offer and it essentially gets that hip hinging motion gets all those muscles in the back fired up and ready to do their job in supporting the spine and essentially we did that. We ran through about five, 10 minutes worth of exercises. I did put some, some K-tape or kinesio tape on her because I'm a big believer in that for some proprioceptive uh, feedback, you know, some helping to create that brain-body connection. And essentially, afterwards, we went and she said, I feel really good. And I said, okay, well, there's one way we got to check test this out. We got we to gotta do what you couldn't do before. So let's go find something that a pole that you can grab onto and kind of do that whole inversion movement that you were talking about. So she grabbed, we went all out to the main area of the clinic where there's this big TRX training station bay, and she grabbed the one of the sides of it, grabbed it, just whoop, flipped herself right up. So she was upside down essentially, and then she came right back down, nice, slow, and controlled, brought it all the way back down to the floor, and she was shocked that's a little change in her movement patterns could have such a big effect and here's the moral of the story an adjustment is a crutch an adjustment is a temporary fix to a permanent problem or what could be a permanent problem if you're only doing temporary fixes and let me explain one other thing that adjustment is the really healthy expensive alternative to painkillers to ibuprofen advil tylenol uh, those types of things because essentially how long is ibuprofen how long is advil Ibu tylenol going to last it's going to last three to four hours and it's you know going to cost you you know whatever it is 20 cents a pill however an adjustment you know is going to range anywhere from 30 to 60 70 bucks kind of wherever you're at whatever is normal for your area 
And But it's not getting down to the root issue of what caused this problem in the first place. So let's bring it back to Brandy. This is what caused this problem in the first place. Remember what I told you she did for a job? She was an esthetician or a beautician. She did people's hair. She spent her entire day, entire day bent over and hunched over clients as she was helping to work on their hair, which what that did to her lower back is it took those muscles in her lower back and it put them on stretch all day long. And when those muscles are on stretch all day long, if you remember, I told you 30 minutes, remember 30 minutes, it takes your body 30 minutes to think that a position is new normal. And in that position of new normal for her, her body thought that what she wanted it to do was to stay hunched over. And then when she went to go exercise and contract those muscles, the muscles didn't want to do it. Why? Because they had spent all day being told by her that that's not what they wanted, that she wanted them to do. She wanted them to be stretched out like that, not contracted. So here's the moral of the story. One, motion is lotion. Two, the adjustment is great. It's fantastic. It does a wonderful job. However, it needs to be coupled and combined with changing up movement patterns and the way we interact with our life. Otherwise, it is a temporary fix. That's it. The last takeaway is, is one, you are more than your diagnosis. Miss Brandy was told that she had a crazy disc herniation. She was told by one of the doctors I was working with in that clinic to stop exercising. If your doctor tells you to stop exercising, stop movement, run away, go find a new doctor. They don't have your best interest at heart if they're telling you to stop moving, period. Motion is lotion. Get out and move, but move the right way. Our program, it's going to show you exactly how to move the right way. We have freebies you can check out. If not, just keep moving. Keep doing what you're supposed to. Because remember, if you love your movement, you love your life.